This is an ABC podcast. Yes. Girl This is the story of the girl who defied stereotypes and conquered the modelling world. Madeline Stewart, read by actress and writer Kate Mulvaney. Hairspray, stat. Powder, now. Lip gloss, hurry. The makeup artist frantically dabbed his final shimmery touches on Maddie's face. I can't believe I'm working on the Madeline Stewart, he gushed. Look in the mirror, quick. What do you think? Maddie glanced at her reflection. Beautiful, she said. Thank you. A woman holding a walkie-talkie jumped out from behind a clothes rack. Maddie, you're on in 30 seconds, she said. Hop to it. Maddie pulled back her shoulders, puffed out her chest and took her place behind the curtain. Madeline Stewart, walking in three, two, one, go. Maddie glided onto the stage and fluttered her lashes as her eyes adjusted to the bright lights and flashing cameras. Applause filled her ears. It's Madeline Stewart. She's come so far. She looks fabulous. Maddie placed a hand on her hip, flicked her lustrous red locks and sashayed down the runway. The who's who of the fashion world, models and movie stars, stylists and socialites, pulled out their phones to capture Maddie as she floated by. Madeline, over here! Madeline, look this way! Maddie focused her gaze on the mass of photographers hustling and bustling at the end of the catwalk. She strutted towards them, paused, lifted her chin and stared straight into their lenses. Work it, girl! Yes, queen! Slay, Madeline, slay! Maddie smiled and pouted, pouted and smiled. She took a few seconds to soak up the attention before spinning sharply on her heels. The crowd couldn't resist her. They rose to their feet with outstretched arms. Pick me, Madeline, pick me! Maddie high-fived everyone she could reach and blew kisses to those she couldn't. I feel so free, she thought. This is what I was born to do. But not everyone had always agreed. When Maddie was born, no one congratulated her mum, Roseanne. I'm sorry, the doctor said. Your daughter has Down syndrome. Roseanne didn't know what Down syndrome was, but the doctor made it sound dreadful. You have options, he said. What he meant was Roseanne didn't have to take Maddie home. She could give her up for adoption. Whoa, what the heck? Roseanne couldn't believe what she was hearing. she just had a baby. Didn't that mean people should be celebrating, not commiserating? Roseanne burst into tears. Everyone out of the room now. I don't want to be surrounded by this negativity. Roseanne started reading. She read and she read. 
and she learned that bodies were made up of trillions of cells. In each cell, there were tiny structures called chromosomes. People with Down syndrome had an extra chromosome. Another thing they had in common was a bit of trouble learning and communicating. But everyone with Down syndrome was unique. Baby girl, we are going to be just fine, Roseanne promised. We will love each other and conquer the world. But Roseanne soon discovered that it wasn't just the doctor who felt uncomfortable around children with Down syndrome. When she took Maddie to the playground, families suddenly disappeared. Where are they going? Maddie asked her mum. It must be their dinner time, she said. Don't worry. Sometimes people whispered behind their hands when they saw Maddie out in public. Look at that girl. What's wrong with her? That poor child. Maddie didn't mind people looking at her if they were being kind. In fact, she loved showing off. She cartwheeled and curtsied, pranced and pirouetted, twisted and tumbled. Maddie became a dancer, and when she struggled to keep up with the rest of the class, she joined a gym so she could get stronger and fitter. Look at you go, Maddie, her trainer said. You're so tough. Maddie flexed her muscles and kissed her gums. I look good, she said, and I feel good. Mum, me, model. When Maddie was 17, her mum took her to a fashion parade at the Ecker. That's the Royal Queensland Show. As the models streamed past in their glamorous gowns, Maddie was mesmerised. You want to be like them? Her mum asked. Maddie nodded. She'd never been so sure of anything. All right then, her mum said. I'll organise a photo shoot for you, a proper one with a hair and makeup artist, and you can see what it's like to be a model. But even though Roseanne thought Maddie was the most beautiful girl in the world, she knew modelling wouldn't be easy. Models with Down syndrome weren't exactly popular. Most of the world's famous models seem to fit in a certain box, a tall, thin, predictable box. Mum, photos! They'd arrived. Roseanne opened them and her jaw dropped. Look at you! She squealed. Maddie looked so spectacular, Roseanne knew she wasn't just being biased because she was her mum. Madeline Stewart, you are a model, she said. The world needs to see these images immediately. They uploaded a before and after photo to Facebook, hoping to inspire people with Maddie's transformation into a supermodel in the making. They spread like wildfire. Like, share, like, share, like, love, share, share, love, like. In just a few days, seven million people saw Maddie's pics. Seven million. That's the entire population of Bulgaria. Roseanne's phone didn't stop ringing. 
Yes, Madeline is a model. Yes, the photos are real. Yes, she can dance, she can act, she can do a catwalk, she can do anything. Emails flooded in from Germany, Japan, Mexico, every corner of the globe. Guten Morgen, uh, we want Madeline on our TV show. Konnichiwa, Madeline must join my campaign. Hola, I can make Madeline a star. Roseanne gulped. Mm. Things are about to get busy. Madeline Stewart, welcome to New York Fashion Week. This is Vanderbilt Hall at Grand Central Terminal. I hope you don't get overwhelmed by the crowd. The enormous room inside the world's largest train station was stacked like a sardine can. A lineup of fashionistas curled through the streets outside, desperate to get a ticket to the hottest event in the city. Maddie's debut catwalk. It's okay, Maddie said. I'll be fine. Maddie stepped onto the runway wearing gold high heels, shiny purple shorts and a flowy pink halter neck top. Two male models slathered in glistening blue body paint towered alongside her, but no one was looking at them. All eyes were on Maddie. She put her hands on her hips and the hall erupted. You're making history, Madeline. You look amazing. Madeline, you're a supermodel. Roseanne beamed. Finally, people are seeing Maddie through my eyes, she thought. Invitations came so thick and fast, Maddie's calendar was completely booked out. New York Fashion Week, check. London Fashion Week, check. Paris Fashion Week, check. Dubai, China, Sweden, Russia, India, check, 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 check. Vogue, Cosmopolitan, Marie Claire, L, People, check. The press called Maddie the world's most famous model with Down syndrome. Maddie wore the label with the same pride as a designer power suit. Down syndrome was nothing to be ashamed of. But despite everything Maddie had achieved, there were still some people who saw Down syndrome as something terrible. Welcome to the Ukraine! The television presenter shook Maddie's and Roseanne's hands. Maddie didn't like media interviews all that much. She had trouble with her speech sometimes, so she mostly let her mum do the talking. Madeline is obviously popular, the TV presenter said. But when I say popular, I mean like a circus freak, yes? She is popular because of her illness, yes? Roseanne's blood boiled. She took a deep breath and calmly set the presenter straight. Down syndrome is not an illness, she said. And my daughter is no circus freak. That's an awful thing to say. Maddie is popular because she shows everyone that anything is possible. The next day, the presenter invited Maddie and Roseanne out to lunch. 
I'm sorry, he said. Thank you for educating me. Maddie shrugged. No problem. Let's be friends. But the saddest story Maddie and Roseanne heard about came from the middle of Africa. A pastor from Uganda sent them a letter. There is a girl in my village named Ketty with Down syndrome like Madeline, he wrote. She will not have a good life here because in Uganda, many villagers believe Down syndrome is a curse. Roseanne looked at Maddie. I guess we're flying to Uganda, she said. We need to meet these people. Maddie and her mum travelled from village to village, showing locals that Down syndrome was nothing to be afraid of. What is wrong with your daughter? They asked. Nothing is wrong with her, Roseanne said. She is a supermodel. She can do anything. People all across Uganda saw Madeline on TV. And, slowly, 50 families who had hidden their loved ones with Down syndrome finally emerged from their homes. They were people who had never felt the sunlight on their skin because they didn't want to be seen as a curse. Come out, Maddie said. I'm your friend. They marched with Maddie through the streets, waving placards with messages like, to be beautiful means to be yourself. And I am made in a wonderful and amazing way. They rolled out a red carpet and copied Maddie, strutting down the runway and posing proudly. Yay! Maddie clapped her hands and cheered for them. Maddie always knew she could conquer the world, and now she was showing everyone else that they could too. How incredible is Madeline Stewart? I love the way she walks through life like it's a runway, fierce and fabulous and fun. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Fierce Girls. My name's Kate Mulvaney and I'm an actor and writer. Make sure you check back soon for the next episode of Fierce Girls. It's all about lawyer Nayadol Nguyen, who went from growing up in a Kenyan refugee camp to fighting for equality for all Australians. Nadal Nguyen's family is from South Sudan, but she was born in a refugee camp, a place for people forced to leave their homes to escape danger. Sudan was at war, so Nadal lived in limbo, in a one-bedroom mud hut, with her mum, six siblings, and the occasional cobra, scorpion or venomous spider. She prayed every night that her family could move to Australia. And when she was 18, her prayers were answered. Nadal wanted to be a lawyer, but her high school teachers didn't think she had the ability. Maybe you could be a professional hair braider. That's a good job for an African girl. Nadal was being unfairly judged by the colour of her skin and where she was born, but she knew you couldn't change those things. So she focused on what she could change, 
standing up for people who needed help. She did become a lawyer, and when the media unfairly targeted African youths in their reports, she went on TV and stood up for them. I will always speak up, Nadol said, for ourselves, for our children, and for Australia. To hear more awesome episodes of Fierce Girls for free, go to the ABC Listen app or anywhere you get your podcasts. Fierce is fun. Go get them, girls. Roll the credits. Fierce Girls is produced by a bunch of super fierce women and a couple of snazzy guys. It's produced by Tamar Cranswick and Sam Wicks. The executive producers are Justine Kelly and Rachel Fountain. The stories are written by the uber-talented Samantha Turnbull. David LeMay is the amazing audio engineer who puts in all the cool sound effects like this one. Fierce Girls is a production of ABC Audio Studios. Over and out.